1: Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October fourth. Andy, how we doing?
0: Brendan, <laughs> doing great. It's Friday.
1: <laughs> it is Friday. Ready for the weekend? Can't 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 wait. I got how to. Uh, I got to
0: issue a an apology. For what? I I forgot a very very important event this week when considering event of the week.
1: Hmm. What could that be?
0: We're we're gonna give a vent oh, of the week
1: I t- saw someone tweet this out of-
0: to Bruff Creek National for their barn burner. Their opening oh, oh. day of Bruff Creek National in Kansas City. A uh essentially these guys just went out in their backyard and created a golf course.
1: Is it Brough or bro? Bruff? Bro, Bruff, okay.
0: I think it right. right. could be Mr. I'm almost fairly positive it's bruff.
1: I thought you were gonna say somebody tweeted us there's an uh, uh, an event at DLF this week. Did you notice that?
0: I did see that. That would you know. Either way, I knew I had to issue an apology <laughs> today. And this and Brough uh, Creek wins out. It's it's okay. like an inspiring story. Those guys It's awesome. Awesome. Freaking awesome. Like so cool. I I can't wait till I can go there. I wish I could be there this weekend. I've got it's, but, it's,
1: what six hole course in their yard? Kansas? Yeah, yeah,
0: backyard. They cut. They, I mean, they cleared it all out. It was like forest. It's right, pretty unbelievable. Right. right like right. A, it's a lot of hard
1: labor. It wasn't just like a cornfield. It, it wasn't. They had. It was. Yeah. It was like a kind of like almost a deep woods. Yes. Yes.
0: So I'm, I'll a, get there eventually.
1: Event but, of the week, huh? Event of the week. Okay. All right, I enjoy it. I like that shout out. Good shout out. How many? What percentage of podcasts have started with? I need to issue an apology.
0: Well, a lot of ours when I screw up.
1: That's what I'm saying. Of the last year, I'd say like thirty percent.
0: No, 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 way lower. I, I, it's like <laughs> maybe like two percent.
1: All right, it's a fair about
0: that I do screw up at least once. I would an a apology worthy. This yeah, was an I, apology
1: worthy one. Oh, okay. All right. All right, I think that's just a phrase you like to use. Um, all right, should we get to uh, a few of the results? I'm just glad it's Friday, man. Yeah, for the first weekend of October, ready to go.
0: It's cold here.
1: Oh, really? It's supposed to dip here. It's like
0: it's like 58 today
1: for soccer on Saturday morning. That's good. That's soccer weather. Dad was Dad was was complaining to me at practice the other day because it's like 90. And uh, so they're practicing at 90. And then the game on Saturday is supposed to be like 48 or 45. Because it's like crazy. I go, no, it just builds character. (laughs) I don't think he appreciated. it. It was just a joke. It's like, oh, it builds character. And you throw them out there when it's sleeting sideways. Four-year-olds. All right. Who do the
0: Browns got this week?
1: Uh, Monday Night Football, 49ers. Oh, that's a tough game. At San Francisco, prime time again. Man. Third primetime game in like four weeks or something. I think, crazy.
0: I think the world's browned out.
1: I think that's right. It's a little too much in the front end. I would. I as a Browns fan, even I would agree with that. It's a little him, hot him,
0: in Freddie's kitchen.
1: <laughs> Who do the Bears play? Raiders. At home?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so.
1: Will Cole. Khalil Mack try to murder John? Cole, he, he
0: he actually talked about how excited he was oh god game. i'm sure that'll
1: be fun to watch i was like that go ahead
0: he never talks about that stuff
1: yeah he's pretty uh, monotone
0: yeah like he's very quiet and he's he says something like it like some reporter said something about vindictive he goes "Ooh, i like that word <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good it's it's actually at 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 oakland
1: okay even more you know motivation do it right the, there the
0: what is it the black hole yeah black That's hole the worst stadium in all sports i know
1: they're losing their well now they're covering cover up the baseball field since the a's lost though losing their team Half is that the top is tarped
0: when it, when the baseball field's on there is that kind of like dlf where it's so bad that it's kind of good
1: <laughs> i might agree with that i I, I you get you're to something there I think it's just it's so just Mickey Mouse for the 2019 in the NFL that it's <laughs> it's actually quite charming I think I might be with you on that
0: i, I yeah because the the 49ers used to play on that field too right or yeah, on, I mean, they had they had the baseball field too.
1: Not they didn't they play. Candlestick, candlestick, yeah. But a lot of the Browns were that way. I mean, this was the this is the football in the eighties, nineties. You know, the Bears used to play on at Wrigley Field way
0: back in the day. Oh, way back, I'm sure. And the field's yeah. not even big enough to have a full end well, zone. I was going to say, when, didn't uh, they just when have Illinois, that? Yeah, when <laughs> Illinois played Northwestern, they offense always had to go one direction.
1: How did they not plan for that? <laughs> then they get out there for Saturday morning warmups and like, well, you know, the end zone just abuts the wall. The right field wall goes right in the end zone. You're like, I <laughs> guess we <can't-> this takes <laughs> away
0: the high fade, the the, the fade to the corner. How, did, how was that not thought out when they
1: had all these arrangements for a college football game?
0: I'll tell you why they didn't have uh, the fine folks at the PGA Tour infrastructure staff out there, you know, assessing the risk. <laughs>
1: Well, that's maybe an instance where it would have come in handy.
0: It actually is kind of like a, a PGA tour setup where you got the grandstands right on the field of play.
1: <laughs> Only here, it's some a player could die as opposed to be yeah. aided by the wall. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's right, get let's back to awesome. golf. So, uh, Mister Mario Kart. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Princess Peach or Toad, <laughs> what, whoever we're gonna get go, Bowser. So, probably not a Bowser guy.
0: We gotta figure out what he, who he is.
1: Bowser's handling is brutal, but his acceleration <laughs> Once he's going, <laughs> he's like flying. It just takes a while to get to sixty. You know, zero to sixty times. Is...
0: And he could just run
1: you over. <laughs> yeah, he bounces you all over the place. Maybe he's a Bowser guy. I don't know. Nick Taylor. Leads... We'll find out today. Nick Taylor. Leads the Shriners Hospital. Right now, he looks like a Yoshi.
0: He's Yoshi. quick out the gates.
1: Quick. Yep. 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 Uh, Shriners Hospital is for children open. Taylor shoots an 8 under 63.
0: For those that don't know, Nick Taylor apparently is a world renowned Mario Kart player.
1: A subject of a plast, Fanvo Friday Jr. You did a little deep dive on him. He says he's the best Mario Kart player in all of Canada, which is an unprovable claim that he can. Go go about shouting into the universe forever, I guess. It'd be pretty incredible because like he could
0: have the claim at some point, like as the best Canadian golfer and the best Canadian Mario Kart player.
1: That's true. It's pretty unbelievable. Who's the best Canadian golfer right now? Men. Corey Connors. Corey, Corey Connors. Oh. Failed driver test last Mr. week, <laughs> Mister
0: Mister failed driver
1: test. <laughs> uh, Brick Henderson's the best Canadian golfer at the moment of all of them. Um, she is by far on the, on the men's side. Maybe Corey Connors. All right, so he leads eight under, uh, beating among others. We got Brian Gay in the mix, six under. He was in Mr. the mix Ar- last week too, Mister Male Enhancement Pills, Mister Spine. Surgery, all this stuff. Only
0: four-time first-team oh, SEC player ever.
1: How many times has that been referenced since we started this podcast? It's
0: an amazing stat.
1: I mean, we said that maybe eight times this year. Reminded you, everybody's Of all the time, great
0: players to come out of the SEC.
1: Four-time SEC. First-team.
0: First-team. First team. Brian Gay.
1: Uh, Phil Mickelson. She's sixty-five. I think I saw that was his best round since February on the PGA Tour. Did pl- played the par fives pretty well. It was a big difference. So he's posturing for Presidents Cup. It sounds like it, huh? He's got a heavier than normal fall schedule here. Did you see uh, at PGATour.com, dot com the headline right now
0: is Phil's lower weight leads to low score in Las Vegas?
1: I just so Phil's brilliant at Twitter. I'm not, this is not a critique of it, but I've like, it's being ruined. It's being overexposed, over aggregated. Like the calves jokes, like Phil's good at them. Can we not like, can we not have a bunch of knockoffs? People making jokes about his calves, you know, it's just like find a new slant, find a new angle. Like it's just being beat to death. Right? No, no, you're not with me on that? I just ignore them all. I don't, okay, good. Well, For today, I don't
0: think know my, feed, my feed doesn't really bring that stuff
1: in. Oh, maybe it's my, maybe I have just too much garbage on the feed. Uh, you see today. I get
0: pictures of golf courses all day. That's all I get. <laughs> sure,
1: sure. Cardi B is naming her album Tiger Woods. Did you get that one? Uh-uh. No way. Come on.
0: No, I didn't see it.
1: Were you buried in a sand trap all day? Bunker? What were yeah, you doing?
0: I was I went and I was I was playing uh playing golf.
1: Oh, playing golf. All right. Um yeah, Cardi B is naming her album Tiger Woods and which we will talk about not more than the next 30 seconds, but just field day. And the the Aggregation Army just came out of its bunker marching to the you know. The, this
0: content season, man. Oh.
1: God, it's it was brutal, season. like four hours of tweets. The PGA Tour tweeted like occur, like something. I guess that's a noise she makes in her songs. It was just and that's that's the extent of the, what we'll talk about with that. Like, just let it breathe Um, elsewhere. So so Philly Phil's looking good. Should he be on the President's Cup team? No, oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: He should never be on another team competition after France. After (laughs) after he hit that three iron or five iron, whatever it was, on the third hole of Lake Golf, on a par five, right into the water, he should never be put on another team.
1: You know who else is in there is uh, Patton Kezire. Shot a five under. Mr. Fall. Remember his comments? He was like mad to make the 125. There he is. You know, this is a rare
0: Shriners. You know What's why? That mean? Why? Because di- it didn't end in a weather, uh, weather suspension because oh, a, of the new date.
1: I got a, I got a great bit on uh, you made me research Rod Pamplin. <laughs> got a great nugget on that whole thing. Pamps. Pamp Man. He shot four
0: under today.
1: So, yeah, but speaking of that, it's a good nugget on the whole the delay issue. Um you know uh Chase Kafka five under. Acquitted himself well.
0: Right? T, T- eight. And you uh got. yeah, yeah. It's A lot of good a lot of good scores. Lots of under par scores.
1: Did you see one that wasn't under par? I'm not I don't want to talk about it. All right. Smiley Kaufman shot in eighty-four. He's thirteen over. Uh the next worst score was seventy-eight. So he's six shots worse than the,
0: the I, last scores. I, I just
1: We'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah. No need to pile on. But it's, you hope he gets it back. I don't know. It's, it's just, just very, hard to watch. A very public. Very public job. You know, a very public profession when you're not going well that you have to kind of work it out. Right. Do you think like an accountant's ever gotten the yips?
0: Like where they just like can't do math anymore? That's a good
1: question. Or just like can't work with Excel or like, I don't. Yeah, it's a good question. But if they get the yips or they they have a shitty month or two or three like not everybody's here talking about it. Nobody like, knows nobody either. Knows. Nobody like, knows. Maybe a superior and coworkers.
0: My accountant might have the yips, who knows, you know? I,
1: <laughs> I wouldn't know. Like it, it couldn't you know,
0: work the excel the right way.
1: <laughs> um all right, should we move off Shriners? Do you have any other thoughts? Good. It's just, it's insanely bunched, crazy bunched, even for the Live Under Par land, right? I mean, they're playing golf in a dome, you know, from dead flat lies. 124 players are even or better. This is the tour.
0: Yeah, I have this, like, theory that the web.com tour is, like, the leading indicator, you know, and the tour is, like, a trailing indicator or whatever, however you, the proper use of those terms are.
1: Yeah, elaborate. What do you mean?
0: So, like, what we see on the web is coming to the PGA Tour. Okay. That's what I thought. It's you just that we have a bunch of guys hanging on for dear life because the tour has the the uh, makes it basically impossible
1: to lose your card. A lot of yeah, fat. Uh,
0: yeah, like you know, if they just the what's going on on the web where you see just like insanely bunched leaderboards every single week is coming to the PGA Tour. Well, I mean, we're getting
1: it this, this fall. We're getting
0: it. It's, it's just because it's homogenized because of
1: technology and course setup. <laughs> yep. All right. LPGA also going low. Stephanie Meadow, 8 under 63, out at the uh, Volunteers of America. Can you say that without thinking of the, uh, the song? Which one? Um. So yes,
0: clearly I can because I don't know what even song you're talking about
1: from the uh, from. Well, I'm gonna say Forest Gump because you know Jefferson Airplane. Oh, you never heard that?
0: I've heard it. I I just uh-huh. don't think
1: about this song. Okay, good. That's an airball. All it's right, it's okay.
0: You know, so sometimes you- <laughs> sometimes you shoot and miss. You never you've never heard that song? I've heard the song.
1: Okay. All right.
0: I just don't think about it all the time.
1: All right. I have no particular thoughts on the Volunteers of America Classic. Do you? I I don't at this moment. I'll I'll uh, I'll check well, in tomorrow. Article from Beth Ann Nichols on Leanne Pace, who's just literally only playing for the Aon Risk Reward at this point. She sounds like just she's ready to quit, retire, totally broken down. She's like, I'm hurt. I ache everywhere. I have to get the 40 rounds to qualify for it. She didn't even know she was leading. She stopped reading emails from the LPGA, which is, you know, I can empathize with that. At the moment, I have 90,228 unread emails. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. You might have me topped. I have a lot, too.
1: Yeah. 90,000. So... She wasn't reading the uh, she wasn't reading the emails and then like her sister called her was like hey are you gonna like you're in first I was like first of what she goes this eon uh, risk reward challenge you win a million dollars she's like I don't know how I am she's like I'll shoot 80 and make a birdie on like the one hole that matters and this is her own like quote so it sounds like she's just ready to retire and aching all over but playing to the to get the one million. Kind of, kind of a fascinating little subplot that I'm going to watch over the next. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you are an Aeon risk reward challenge guy. Well, I just think it could have been
0: cool, but could have been. It was. It was very mishandled by the organization in charge of rolling it out.
1: The tour got their hooks in it. Yeah. Um. All right. On the uh, European tour, the Spanish Open. Uh, Christian Crow Johansson leads after another 63. 63 is everywhere. Good thing Rory's not over there. Why? It's too easy. Yeah,
0: he would have been mad.
1: Rory's in... Yeah. Um, but that's just a host of Spanish players. John Rahm, RCB, Audrey Arnaus, Adrian Otagwe. Just a bunch. Of, it's it's not a... Do you think they got him dressed up in big text gear? Who? The Spaniards, Third, yeah. all of them. Oh, that's just like an Adidas thing, right? Uh, but you see, Rom Rom flipped out on a fan. Yeah, he's nuts. He's a psycho. Three year ban coming, no. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he just like dropped the club on the follow through. Uh, so. That's you that.
0: Do you remember when Tiger like threw a club into the into yeah, the crowd? I do. Like, what would that? What would happen on the Korean tour? Not purposefully, right? No, he he wasn't, threw it wasn't. But forward
1: and bounced into the crowd. Yeah, or ricocheted into the crowd.
0: I mean, like he kind of purposely threw the club. Like, you know, he it's did. not like he didn't purposely throw the club. Sure,
1: sure. So uh, you can't
0: say that it wasn't purposely thrown into the crowd. I don't know about that. He purposely threw the club. Yes. And the crowd the is very near him. So. Not
1: into the crowd. He didn't purposely throw it into the crowd. Yeah, whatever. Why
0: are we talking about this? Some... <laughs> All
1: <laughs> right, let's get off results. That's enough. All right, quick. Let's do some quick hit news. You see Kepka's comments? Oh, yeah. On uh Lost still him. LeBron. I don't play for awards, I just play to win, win trophies, and win tournaments. Uh it would have been great, but I think everybody in this room knows. I mean, LeBron has only won four MVPs, and I'm pretty sure he's been the best player for more than just four years. Your thoughts.
0: I mean, they're they're great. There's only one year really where LeBron didn't deserve MVP. That's when Derek Rose won. Oh god. But, you know, I I agree for the most part. This is you know this is just the tour meddling. He knows it. He knows he's better. Yeah, he says he also said he was going to
1: practice this year. He did. Yeah, he had a stem cell knee surgery too the day after the tour championship. Do you
0: think he went to Germany like Kobe? I wonder about that. That's like immediately who I thought of when I read that he had a stem cell I, I on did his too. knee. I was like, oh. Yeah.
1: You go over to to Kobe. Oh, he's got the this Mamba mentality. This is this is pure Brooksy, right? Bringing in like a a, a cross sport analogy. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I play for wins, not you know. I, I do think like we remember the people who won championship. This is I, this is like the American sports paradox, right? Where like they talk about like the EPL, like you win the season, right? You win it all. Whereas, like, in you know American sports, you could win ninety five, you could win one hundred and ten baseball games, and you lose to a team that won eighty five. Like, we just measure it by how you win if you win championships. And I think like the NBA comparison is a pretty good one. I think it was it was on the money. Oh yeah, the MVP award is just kind of like a we can't give it to LeBron every year. Like we can't go the obvious route. It's a narrative award. And this kind of took on the narrative of like, you know, the FedEx Cup matters, the players matters, and yeah, our consistency our, our, and stats, our, strokes gained matter. Like this, that was like the narrative we attached, or the voters attached. To.
0: The, the The narrative was like, we need to make these events that we own more important than they are.
1: Right. Right. So we have to give it to Rory. Well, it happens with coach of the year. Like Bill Belichick should be NFL coach of the year every year, right? But it's like some guy who turned around the three and whatever. Are you and- saying
0: Lovey Smith didn't deserve his coach of the year?
1: <laughs> yes, I am. I didn't even know. He- but I didn't even know he had it. That's the thing. We don't remember these things. I didn't even know he had one. But like that's the story. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't know he won it for that year. He we went to the
0: Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. Great for him
1: great uh i'm not saying he was it was bad i just didn't it's not a thing i remember about him i remember that he went to the super bowl so i, I just don't know that we'll remember rory for winning player of the year
0: you know when we talk about player legacies do we ever in a million years bring up no. player of the year he's a no. seven time player of the year winner no no so it's pointless we get. let's stop i'm a, i'm gonna put a fatwa on on player of the year what do you mean no more talk
1: of Player of the Year. It got us like... I just spilled water all over myself. I, it got us like 40 minutes of content. We're done That's with it. Is it right. we're,
0: we're past the time where we need to lean on the crux of
1: Player of the Year drama. Well, it was the first time Brooksie had talked. so And he delivered the goods, right? Yeah, he did deliver the box. goods.
0: That's why it's a, non, it's a non-topic. It's it's right. a non-top, non-story. Okay. Just like drivers, okay. non-story, nothing, nothing's going on. How many failed this week? I wonder.
1: I was thinking about that yesterday. You see, Trump was like getting in a yelling match with some Reuters uh, guy at one of these press conferences. Yesterday. Reuters. <laughs> Reuters. Well, anyways, the guy who's going back back and forth with us from Reuters, he goes, <laughs> and he was like yelling, was, like you need to ask." You the we have the president of Finland here, and you got to ask him a question. I was like, I wanted him so bad to extend the sentence. Like, hey, get us more names from the Greenbrier and Safeway. <laughs> Do your damn job, Reuters. Like, I just all I can think about with Reuters now is getting names in the driver test.
0: I, I I hope they make it a weekly segment.
1: <laughs> Here's who failed. Here's who failed. <laughs> the
0: uh, uh the one of the things one of our listeners sent us an email it was spot on how can if if the tour is like aligned with sports gambling how can anybody bet money on a sport that has like all these testing issues
1: yeah well that that's that we had a blind spot on we missed that on on monday we don't need to go into the testing long form again but like yes like in the nfl you were required fantasy football and all that. You were required to have injury reports every day of the week. You know, doubtful, probable, did not practice. Uh, like it, it's all there's always like a gambling aspect, fantasy football aspect. Same uh, with the NBA. I think they're going to start cracking down on that more. Like these guys, like if you're going to do these load management stuff, you need to let us know. Gambling is now legal, and if the tour wants to run into the warm embrace of you know all this, the new the rise of gambling. They need to regulate their equipment. Yeah,
0: I was thinking about it. If you have, like, if you gain, like, an extra yard all season, it'd be like if if one NFL team did got to play with, like, nine and three-fourths yard first down markers. Like, eventually, right. it's going to make a difference.
1: Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's an insane thing, too, though, that the NFL is this billions and billions-dollar industry, and they're not using, like, the tennis technology like there's just these like
0: well they can't can't get rid of the guys that come it's in, these run in from
1: It's these yahoos <laughs> that just they walked down in front of us <laughs> on sunday my idiot friends like started yelling i was like don't fuck us today <laughs> it's like yeah chain gang just like giving them shit it's like you can't gosh. get
0: rid of the chain gang um, did
1: you i mean it's so inexact it's crazy. That's, I mean, that's a good parallel. The billions of dollars. And the, it's just these arbitrary whims of, eh, I think he fell here, maybe here. And then it adds up to not being 10 yards or being, you know, more than 10 yards. It's crazy. That, the inexact science of spotting the football is wild to me. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's an obvious issue as well. If they're going to do all this gambling stuff, you need to not have guys like just have the wild, wild west. Of. You also need to name the people that are cheating. Right. And now, whatever. We're going to go on this. Okay. Thing. Let's, let's no, move no, on. No, I just want to say there's been a lot of like back and forth in our mentions about it. Like, you know, th- this is, it's just not, it's not a debate. It's, there's no debate. This is a black and white issue. It's very simple. We've had, I've had several like, engineers several extremely brilliant people reach out to me and like they can regulate this stuff so exact so exact and the tour the players trying to say it's like complicated and it's hard to like you know it's a moving target they're, they're out of their minds these are like engineers who make things make these things they're like it can be regulated so perfectly so like this is just a black and white issue like that it's being obfuscated with all these like weird talk talking points and uh, all this stuff trying to muddle it up is crazy it's very <laughs> black and white just make a hard line either you're over or you're not
0: it's i it's so and then people are, oh you can't possibly test them every round it's like yeah you can it takes two seconds right it's, it's just crazy. one extra machine to ship around it's great week in week out when you're setting up these massive grandstands you yep. you set up the machine
1: Yep. All right, let's move on. Other news: Euro Tour releases its schedule. I don't have much to say about it, I, but
0: I have one thing to say:
1: they have no venues. Half the schedules TBD. They got all these Rolex, so like I guess they wanted to be at like ten Rolex Series events now, but it's uh, still at eight. And all the, all these Rolex Series events don't have venues. Irish Open TBD. French Open, TBD, Turkish Airlines Open, which is a Rolex, TBD, uh, Italian Open, TBD. In August 6th to nine. This just says, UK event confirmed. So, I mean, I'm not trying to give them give – sh- I'd rather them take their time and get it right than just try to rush into something to have something complete in October of the prior year. But it's just – there's a lot of, like, open venues – well, let me tell you, Brendan. Why? Maybe working on the rebrand.
0: They're driving. They're trying to drive further.
1: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: They're taking their venues further, and right now people aren't ready for them.
1: Oh, okay.
0: This is what's driving further.
1: <laughs> they're expanding the courses to accommodate <laughs> the modern equipment. I don't know. Nobody knows.
0: Nobody knows because nobody's seen how far they're driving.
1: All right. Other news. Um, Kevin Na. You see his caddy re- wore like a free Bo Kim hat today.
0: I saw the guys. Not not even
1: appealing. No. Oh, he's taking his lashings and dealing with it. Um, but not the the pertinent pub. Pop- part that i found funny it was now i went and talked to a pga tour official someone high up <laughs> he's like well does the guy have a history of this stuff?" It's like no and it's like is he doing stuff you know in the round like what what he's like no the pga tour was like that's preposterous that's crazy it's like and that is the consensus opinion but i just found it interesting live under parland you know you wouldn't get any you get some sus- Find that we would never hear about or know about that wouldn't be public. Like talking to a PGA Tour official is going to give you zero insight into how, like, culture in Korea, uh, you know, how this would be ex- accepted or punished, right? Yeah. Because they'd it, be like, you're taking a guy's job away for three years.
0: Imagine if, like, PGA Tour officials were like Joey Crawford. Just would <laughs> tee people up right away.
1: <laughs> they'd have to be very. You know, demonstrative. Gest- yeah, gesturing to and fro. Hop skipping down the fairway. <laughs> like that. <this trip. laughs> that might be my favorite gif of all time. <laughs> you know, Crawford just emerging out of like the crowd of people with this, you know, this prancing travel call. It's just so good. Um all right. Yeah, but yeah, Kim is not appealing and he he apologizes for it. He's taking it.
0: I don't appeal. The whole world is, like, astonished at this. The guy's not appealing.
1: Whatever. It is what it is. More room for host son to make a charge. Um, all right. Let's move on. Any other news you feel you need to talk about at this point? No. All right. Good. No news. All right. We're going to do a little... Uh, what do we want to call this segment now? That you're just giving me names. Really I don't sp- know. All right. we'll random
0: player it, random player of the week
1: we'll call it fan vote Friday for now <laughs> but just to kind it of might keep change
0: it, you know this isn't a. We're not the
1: fans a, are not voting <laughs> <laughs> and we're recording on Thursday if you guys hate this let us know I think people like it
0: I tommy mean, we, Tables. Uh, tommy tables
1: came from it all right so you gave me Michael hopper Yeah, the name he's in the field this week Shot a, I think at 68 today, under par. Live under par. T-43. I saw that. I saw Hopper played good. So he, like your man last week, Greg Sanye, or two weeks ago. Sanye or P- PGA section, uh, just ace. Dominant. Down in the Southwest PGA section. He won five of the 16 events he played this year. Plays out of Lookout Mountain Golf Club in Phoenix. Not, it, not
0: to be confused with the Rainer in, in Georgia.
1: You know, when I first saw that, I was like, wow, what? He's playing out of, he's playing the Southeast. How do you get over there? I, like, I quickly realized it was not that. Um, so he won the Shriner section. He shot a 63 and beat uh, Marty Jurtzen, Who's like, he's like the lead dog. Southwest. That Payne guy works for Payne. Marty. Makes the PGA championship. Um, but Hopper is also dominant. What would you guess he won for winning the Shriner section qualifier? Ten ten
0: thousand five hundred.
1: For winning the Shriner, a PGA event, a section qualifier? Yeah. Ten thousand (laughs) dollars? Well, like I thought that I thought it would be like the the section championship.
0: This wasn't the section champion. Oh, no, no, it's just the Shriner's. Oh, ball. oh like
1: eight hundred bucks. One hundred fifty bucks. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, one hundred fifty dollars. That doesn't even <laughs> like cover your expenses. Gas. Hey, this is a them.
0: grown man too. <laughs> like, hey, honey, I won. I won. <laughs> What'd you win? One hundred fifty
1: dollars. Why'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's he's gonna make. Now he's going to make some cash though. I mean, if he stayed oh, a long way to go, Tony Roma taught us last week, but uh, yeah, no, the Southwest PGA he won, he's won before that looks like $6,400. So that's like some real cash. That was last year. Uh, 150 bucks. He won the, he won the 2018 Southwest PGA championship. Uh, he is a four time Southwest PGA section player of the year. Four times. He won, he won three straight. 14, do you think,
0: six, do you think bro, is he like LeBron where he should have won way more
1: than four? LeBron, it could be. But he won it three times in a row, 14, 15, and 16. Uh, born in Denver, played at Bellevue, Nebraska, Bellevue East High School. Um, and then went and got in the pro golf management program at ASU, but not. So he's born in Denver, detour, grew up. In Vanuatu. Have you heard of Vanuatu? Mm-mm. It's a South Pacific island. What? It's an archipelago. I think I pronounced that right. Uh, of islands near Australia. Vanuatu. Kind of amazing. So he grew up there. And he was like, so it's a, it's a strain of islands. And the one he grew up in, it said, was super small. Said maybe 20,000 people lived on it. I just want to tell you, I've been watching like 10-minute long YouTube videos on the Southwest PGA section YouTube account to get these facts.
0: Sanye didn't have that stuff.
1: I'm putting some time in here to to research Michael Hopper. Vanuatu uh, had a golf course, and his grandpa taught him how to play. And he he said he, he got good. He was practicing hitting three woods out of the sand. That's unbelievable. Seems like, seems like a hard thing to do, right? Yeah. In this stinky little South Pacific island, and then he went to high school in Nebraska, went to Arizona State for the PGA Pro Management Program. And he says, like, I, I was I was bad at golf. Like breaking eighty was it was a challenge
0: because he was practicing three woods out of the bunker. <laughs> I guess like that's a
1: point. That's a good point. He goes, when I was in college, I could hardly break 80. And I was like extremely lucky to ever break 70. <coughs> um, but now that he's like in the PGA pro, uh, PGA pro, he's like lighting it up. And this one guy who's interviewing him in this video, they said like in these PGA events, these Southwest PGA events, they go, everyone coming off the course, they go, how'd Hopper do today? He goes kind of like Tiger in that way. <laughs> Which I enjoyed that analogy. Everybody's coming. Up, hey, how'd Hopper do today? Michael Hopper.
0: Michael Hopper. So That's like a guy that you'd enjoy having a beer with.
1: Yeah, yeah, real good guy. Um, just kind of a minute. His his low round prior to today was a seventy four. He's played in the waste management twice via winning I don't know the Southwest PGA Championship, and he goes. Uh, he goes, when he first started, he's like, but after like the fifth or sixth bogey, you're just kind of playing golf and you block it out and you learn to get comfortable. He's like, I was super nervous. But after like the sixth bogey, I was good. Kind of a gregarious fellow. And his goal is to win the Arizona Open. And who would you guess won the Arizona Open this year? Um, you won't guess. Jeff Quinney. The Bitcoin boy. Charlie really? Belgian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bitcoin boy.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's move to Rod Pampling. Pamps. Career, career. Another name you gave me. The Pamp Man. Career earning 17.5 million. What's Turned he pro, like? 80 on the list? I don't know. I should have looked that up. Turned pro in 1994. Joined the tour in 2002. His highest world ranking ever is 22. Um. In 1999, he had a, he led the British Open. Led the Open at Carnoustie. She opened with a 71. On Friday, he shot an 86 and missed <laughs> a cut. Don't laugh.
0: It's a tough
1: So recently, last, this 2019 season, uh, so far this year, 2019, he played 20 events. He made three cuts. Oh, 17 MCs. The three cuts were like a T-53 at Barracuda. Which is, you know, kind of half half event. Does that really count? T fifty six and three M. Like just not doing much. Turns 50 last week, immediately goes to the pure insurance championship at Pebble Beach and makes a T sixteen. So like horrible year. Missed almost every cut, turns 50, goes to the champions tour in T sixteen right away. Um so he won the 2016 Shriners based on a clerical error. He wasn't supposed to get in the field because this is the, uh, the daylight thing. Yeah. So. Oh,
0: I remember this. They accidentally let too many people yeah. in.
1: So the tours, you know, it's usually in mid October and usually 144. But that year they moved it to November and they had planned to make it a field 132. Um, but according to the Las Vegas Review Journal, this is via Will Gray article. Change was never input into the tour computers, and players and agents were informed of their playing status based on a 144 man field. They realized the mistake, but at that point, there was nothing they could do. Um, we're the fifth event next year. We'll be back to 132 for 2017. So, a dozen dozen guys that shouldn't have been in, or weren't planning to be in, got in. One of them is pampling. He opens with a 60. Opens with a sixty, wins, wins the twice. like unbelievable, wins the 2016 Shriners. It's like his first PGA Tour win in ten years.
0: He uh, maybe because of the clerical error, Jack didn't let him in, or uh, he didn't get into the Arnold Palmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the Arnie's army didn't let him in because of the uh, clerical error. They didn't forget the clerical error.
1: So those are his, his three wins: are the International, R.I.P. Castle Pines. Beat Alex Chaka, the Bay Hill Invitational in 2006, and then ten years later he wins the Shriners, based off a of clerical error. Um, what else do I got? I got a bunch of too much stuff on Pamplin. His wife's a psychologist, and they talk about. I, it was. There's some good quotes in there. It's been his like, went on a blind date, and she's now his like wife and also his sports psychologist.
0: That sounds like a nightmare.
1: <laughs> Doug Ferguson had a long article about his she like narrated his approach because standing behind there he's doing, you know, this is pre shot routine. She's talking about, he's doing what he needs to either increase or decrease his arousal level and visualizing his flight at the same time. Like it's just sounds very pronounced process. Um, Personal quick, personal worked as a golf course superintendent. If he weren't in golf, he'd be a race car driver, which I mean, Sounds easier than said than done, and he accepts questions and comments. This is in his PGA Tour bio. He accepts questions and his comments at his email. He gives. He's just out there.
0: Maybe we should have sent him an email.
1: Rod Pampling at inter-sport.com.au. So send him notes. Rod wants to hear from you. <laughs> I
0: That's love that. That's his public.
1: He's <laughs> like he wants questions and comments. emailed to him. Send him an email.
0: I might send him an email tomorrow.
1: Oh, and the little bit I'm I got to ask him about driver testing. <laughs> send him a note. I'm going to. I'd love to hear from you. The little bit I didn't I didn't obviously tell is I assume this is fresh in everybody's mind. When he deliberately shanked one at Quail Hollow, 18th T. Right? Yeah. Friday night, he's missing the cut. You don't want to have to come back and play a hole. Ironically enough, the group in front of him was the pace car. So he, they're getting off the tee. He runs the 18th tee and just shanks one. We remember all that. All right. Done. All right. Flashback. Flashback. You ready? I'm ready. You, you told me you went. You ran the Spectrum of Emotions. You're like, it's light. And he's like, actually, it's fantastic. Kind of right. talked yourself into it. Let me hear it.
0: We're going back to the 2000 Invencys Classic. Invincis Invencys? Invinces. In Vincent. Okay. Las those, Vegas? That was the Las Vegas tournament. Okay. Do you know who won? 2000? Tiger? Billy Andrade.
1: Tiger was 96, 97. Okay.
0: Last year, oh, yeah. we did 96. We yeah, did 96. Tiger's first one. That's
1: right. We did.
0: Because um, uh, Davis Love was used in Persimmon. Yeah. In 96. That's right. <laughs> in the playoff against Tiger. <laughs> it was amazing. Um. So, anyways, uh, Billy Andrade wins. Um, he moved. So, he moved. He saved a season. He had already paid for Q School. He'd already put the 4K in for Q School. Okay. okay. So, he said, afterwards, he said, I'm speechless. Said it more than once. Um, he went from 159 to 43 in, the, in earnings and uh, avoided Q School. And he had had his PGA Tour card since 88, so he kept held on to it. And uh, he said, writing that check for Q School was a real slap in the face for me. It was part of what had been a pretty lousy year for me. So finishing second this week was Phil. Uh, I, went, I went from playing in all four majors every year to the lowest point of my career this year when I wasn't eligible for any of them. You start you start to really appreciate things when you lose something you once had. So, he credited the rocket Roger Clemens what? for encouraging him on Saturday night with a around phone the year two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Mm-hmm.
1: Encouraging that sounds like a <laughs> euphemism for something.
0: So he called him from uh, Saturday from uh, the team's dressing room. Uh, said he was on the phone for a half hour, chewing me out. It was a great pep talk. He
1: told me to go and play like I'm supposed to. That's pretty good. <laughs> what? Why are they tight? What, isn't he like Rhode Island and maybe Red Sox? They become friends. I don't know. Right? I don't know. All right. That's but
0: Roger sure. Clemens phone call. So Chew I'll you say out. Save Chew the day. Out. For uh, Billy Andrade. You know, but really, 2000 Las Vegas will be remembered for another event. Do you know what that is, Brendan?
1: Racking my brain. No, what is it?
0: This was the debut of the Pro V1 golf ball.
1: Oh, God. Here we go. All right. So... How many flashbacks have been a way to like just rant on the pro V one? This
0: is not a rant. This is a, Justin Leonard. This is, a, this is a ball that changed the game. You know,
1: Justin Leonard. Whether no, or, I'm, not, I'm not saying whether I, or not
0: the ball should have been allowed by the USGA is one thing, but this was a monumental moment in the game of golf.
1: I appreciate you going into it. To be clear,
0: do you know how many players switched to the pro V one for the 2000?
1: This first event?
0: In, this, or in Venice, whatever. In this, I'm, uh-huh. I, I'd say
1: like 70% of the field, 60% of the field.
0: 47 players switched to okay. the Pro P1 the first week. Think, oh, like, think a there's yeah. a lot of okay. people that weren't sponsored by Titleist. Like, Titleist, of course. Yeah. Okay,
1: gotcha, gotcha. So yeah.
0: this is the largest shift in equipment ever by like a, a mile
1: simultaneous week yeah same week. so okay. like to
0: put it in perspective like when they release like a new pro v1 model now yeah like five guys will switch at vegas
1: and they 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 slowly work their way into it staggered yeah. over you know months or exactly
0: so 47 guys switch wow wow they they had so it was like chaotic i guess at Titleist hq they didn't have enough golf balls so, okay.
1: I imagine they had, ex- in.
0: Executives were getting on planes
1: and flying and flying
0: out. balls out there because they, they were going around the offices, like get finding every Pro V1 they had to bring Scr- it to Vegas.
1: Scrounging them up. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So I imagine like you'll get into it, but like why they just, the word was out. Everybody's hitting them on the range or wherever. Or testing them.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was nuts. It was it completely changed everything. We're like, so, this is a
1: different game. I hit five of these on the range. Like, give it to me now.
0: Yeah. And, so okay. Billy Andrade said that the ball resurrected his career. He was using it.
1: Wouldn't it be the opposite? Maybe not. Okay.
0: Seven, seven of the top 11 finishers, or six of the top 11 finishers, we're using the Pro V one. In its first week. In its first week. Wow. Um so Phil Mickelson a couple weeks later said, I honestly believe that if you are not playing this golf ball, then you are at a distinct disadvantage to the entire field. Wow. Two thousand one, the the stagnant driving Distance, number, it hadn't moved yeah. very much. Right, right. The average driving distance on tour jumped six yards. Oh, my God. So, like, here are just a few names, a few yeah. few titleless guys. Faxon, yeah. 264 to 274. Wow. Andrade, 272 to 280. Mickelson, 288 to 294. Kenny Perry, 282 uh, to 292. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, Kenny Perry is a great player because he's a <laughs> bomber. <laughs> Davis loved 288 to 296. So, you know, all these guys are picking up like 8 to 10 yards. Yeah. Um, the Pro V1 quickly became like the most played ball on tour. Like it was right. just like that. Um the USGA right after released a statement saying any further significant increases in hitting distance at the highest level are undesirable. Oh my god! What what are we doing? What, Here we what? are. <laughs> what, 19, years like,
1: Nineteen years later. <laughs> what does that
0: statement even mean?
1: <laughs> oh no! So know.
0: So uh, I got I this jogged my memory of a. Uh, Early, early egg pod with uh Aaron Oberholz. Oh, AO, and he's brilliant. He, he talks about uh hitting the pro V1 for the first time, and uh, so I, it's like three minutes, it's really good. I'm gonna play it right Let's now. Let's do it, and now, I'm
2: losing, and now I'm losing track of time. It was 99, 2000, somewhere in there, I can't remember, but I was on the Canadian tour, I totally remember, and I'm playing with these balls and I'm pairing them side by side and I get to the second hole at Stanford and I decide, all right, I'm going to try these things. And I'm, and I'm, I'm very reluctant. I'll, I'm a, I'm a serial tinkerer. I'll tinker with anything, but it takes a lot for me to put it in my bag a lot. I mean, it's gotta be remarkably better for me to to switch anything out. If I know I'm comfortable with something and I like something. Um, and so, uh, I'll, I'll I, I took it out on the second hole on the second shot. I, I ripped the drive around the corner, kind of played a, like a, a a hard draw, and I had nine iron in. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, let me. I'll drop. I'll hit my I'll hit my my regular ball, and then I'll hit the Pro V1. So I hit my regular pro professional ninety, and I hit this beautiful nine iron from the middle of my stance. and I kind of flighted it, really gorgeous, and it and it and it, and it went like like a four iron or a five iron would go today. I mean, just this gorgeous little flighted night iron in there about 12, 15 feet. I remember the shot like it was yesterday. And then I dropped the pro V1 and I hit it. And the thing went freaking straight in the air. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, that's not a window I'm familiar with. And it went about five yards further. So I'm about a half a club longer. And I was about, I'd say 25, 30 feet behind the pin and so the rest of the nine holes, I was just trying to figure out how far this ball was gonna go and what it did. And I wasn't comfortable with it. So I didn't I didn't I didn't end up playing it on the Canadian tour. I, we didn't get him until I think late two thousand. But I but I remember testing and I'm like, man, I I just I didn't like the original Pro V one because I felt like I didn't have the same control. And then I'm down at Q school playing with Cameron Beckman in a practice round at the 2000Q School in La Quinta, and we're at the Nicholas private course. And Cameron can can hit it. He can create some speed. And I hit a drive off one hole. I can't remember which hole it was on the Nicholas Nicholas, uh, private. And I popped it out there pretty good. And then he gets up there with that new Pro V1 uh, and pops it, and he's 25 by me. Now, I'm usually – I was shorter than Cameron normally back then, probably by – but not by 25 yards. And I'm like, wow! And he was consistently twenty to twenty-five yards past me all day long. And I'm sitting there going, man, this is this this is this might be a game changer here. Well, I end up playing with my regular professional ninety when there was a few guys, more than a few guys, I believe that would switch to the Pro V1 that week. And I ended up missing my card by a shot uh, in that Q school and, and was and had to go to the web tour, which was a blessing in disguise, quite honestly. But but that's when I knew that things were going, were about to change. When I saw a guy hit it 25, you know, 20, 25, 30 by me at times. When I'm sitting there going, "Oh man, you know, I'm roasting these, and I'm not even coming close to him." So uh, it, it was an eye opener for sure. And that's that's where the ball changed. But then again, then it changed again, and then it changed again.
1: but the the usga USGA said (laughs) we won't accept (laughs) (laughs) yeah we won't accept
0: so uh that's 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 flashback friday just las vegas where it all started a little memory memory lane back to vegas when when the usga officially fell asleep at the wheel
1: lost control they lost it as zach johnson would say a title
0: man himself they stayed to sleep. They 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 like went into a coma. They made that comment about not, you know, pushing it. You know, no more t- hitting the ball further. Yeah. Then they let the Pro V1X come out.
1: Well, <laughs> well, this is the other thing that on the driver faces, these engineers are sending me messages like, USGA just needs to put it right there. They can do it. They just need it. There's an exact science to this. USGA has just got to put bring the hammer down and say this is the line, don't go over it, you know. And if you go over it after a hundred hits in the center of the face, then figure it out. You know, you, you get a certain grace period or something. But
0: doesn't seem like the USGA is interested.
1: I don't know. They need to get involved now. It's all I these guys. Think they they're have...
0: trying to be everybody's front. Mm-hmm. Buddies
1: with JT now.
0: Tweet at him.
1: All right, good flashback. The the week it all changed, the entire pro game, the entire game of golf, right? The start it's, of it.
0: Honestly, the the first thing I think about every time were the tours in Vegas. Really? Yeah. Bro V1.
1: Huh. Makes sense. This
0: is where the this is where the train got off the tracks.
1: Yeah. All right, and we're still trying to get back. We're, we're farther than ever off well the, the,
0: the best part about it is the regular Joe gets no no distance gains from the pro v one it's only only the the top one percent
1: fast yeah Swing speeds all right everyone enjoy your Fridays first weekend first weekend in October should be a dandy uh have a great weekend we will check in with you uh on Monday